Hey, thanks for tuning in today. It's really great to be here. Today, I want to talk about the pricing for a maker, or it could be for any small businesses that is set up and just getting started. I wonder how many of you know that actually pricing is a part of marketing. That was something that I learned probably six or seven years into my business, to be honest. It was one of those things I had no idea about that it was really a strategy around how people are going to see you based on how you price. And, you know, as you get into your business, you start to understand, you know, your item may be what's considered a luxury item, or you have, you know, those items that are just like a commodity. A commodity would be like milk or you know, it's like a basic, something you have to have, like cereal. Well, maybe some people don't like cereal, but okay, bread. Or for those folks that are, let's say, gluten-free, hmm, let me see. Oh, okay, rice. Rice is a good commodity for, uh, let's say, gluten-free folks. But you get my point. There are commodities and things that you have that are staples, and those are priced a certain way. And then you have luxury items. Um, or semi-luxury items that we spend our money on every single day. And so as a maker, you have to really try to understand. And I, I think most small business owners need to understand that, you know, what are you in the business of producing? And your pricing is just an aspect of your marketing and showing people how you value your particular work. Recently, we had a conversation on um, with a maker on Instagram, and she was having a conversation about how to price, and should she have a lot of smaller items that she could sell very quickly and have cash inflow very quickly, or was she considered a luxury item? To be honest, it's a decision, and there is no right or wrong answer, but I think that that's something that you have to decide with your business model and what makes sense for you as an individual. Do you want to be a person that has a ton of volume and particularly, you know, probably not as high quality, or do you want to have lower volume, higher quality, and therefore really seen as a luxury item? When we're talking about those, you know, pricing dilemmas, I think you have to consider many things in your long-term goals and what you want to accomplish. You also need to be really, I mean, just be realistic about the time and effort that you have to produce those particular items. And I'll say for makers, it's, you know, a lot of handmade, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears that go into creating these beautiful masterpieces that are clearly not considered, you know, low value and commoditized items. And so the next thing is, you know, well, how do you price and how do you decide the value of your time? I think there's a couple of things that you can consider when you're when you're pricing your items. And particularly, you know, I can say from this pottery or potterer, I'm not sure. Anyway, she produces fine pottery. How many hours does it take for her to create a beautiful masterpiece? And it could be one mug that is just gorgeous. And people are going to buy that as a special gift for their mother. Hey, Mother's Day is coming up. So what types of items can she produce that are going to be kind of like a family heirloom or something really special that you can give to your friends and family? And those types of things, you're obviously looking at spending hours of your time and you got to look at, you know, how many of those items do you need to sell in order to produce a good income for yourself? 
none of this is easy. If it was, we wouldn't be doing it, right? Because we like a good challenge. We're entrepreneurs. So it really comes down to, should you be pricing your mug at $10 or should it be $50? I don't think there's a magical answer to this, but I for sure wouldn't qualify an artist at $2.50 an hour to make, you know, a, a mug that takes four hours. So again, you have to really quantify what you would like to get out of your business. Usually only get that when you have experience and you've seen what works and what doesn't work. Let me tell you a few things that might help you price your product well so that you are receiving the value, you're receiving the income, the benefit of creating beautiful work. So typically in the maker's world, I've seen um, pricing really be more like time plus cost. So I've spent four hours creating this beautiful mug or pot. Then it costs me, I don't know, let's say $5 of clay and paint and glazing. And maybe that's underestimating, but let's just say $5 for the, the sake of ease. And then maybe you want to quantify your time at $15 an hour. So four hours, $15 an hour, $60 plus five, that's 65. That's what in your mind, you would like to be paid for that particular pot. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I think that's totally up to you to decide to price it that way. But I would say price with the end in mind, meaning I want to produce 10 of these pots, I think that I can probably make and the, the market, the fair market value for these types of pots for my artistry and for the work that I'm doing, they usually go for about $100. And so you're looking at it a little bit differently from your actual time and cost to what will the market bear. And that to me is what value pricing is about. It's pricing your work for the value that you see on the marketplace in the world for what people will pay for that particular pot. So let's say that you want to make $1,000 a month. You need to create 10 of these pots to produce and sell. And that's your $1,000 a month. I mean, from a revenue standpoint, of course, then you have all your business expenses, but it's really easy to do the math and say, okay, I need to produce this many pots in order to make this type of revenue. Personally, I like to see my makers produce products that are going to be seen as works of art instead of just a commoditized item where you're trying to minimize the cost, you're trying to minimize your creativity, and I think that just reduces the value that you are bringing to the marketplace. So the scariest part and probably where the fear factor comes in is if I price my pot, my pottery at $100, I'm going to get price pushback or I'm going to have people who won't buy from me. There's like this fear factor of like, if I keep my prices high, people won't buy from me. But there's a certain amount of comfort that comes from having higher price because the people that are buying from you actually see it as a higher quality, higher valued item. And so those folks that are coming to you with those ideas already are going to appreciate the work and time and artistry that you are putting into your work. You know, when you start working in commoditizing, you start working with people who, you know, only want to pay, let's say, pay $10 for an item. They don't truly understand the value of artistry and the high quality things. You typically run into just a completely different type of customer when you're selling to the commoditized market, let's say, versus the high quality market. There's a completely different level of customer relationship 
customer understanding, customer experience. So going back to marketing, you price for the type of customer you would like to attract. And you have to keep all those things in mind when you're starting your business. And again, a lot of us aren't thinking that way. When we first start, we're thinking, oh, this is a fun hobby. And you know, maybe I could sell a few things. So take a minute, go back to your pricing strategy and see if you are actually pricing for the right customer segment. That was just a little taste of pricing for makers and really building a quality type of business over a commoditized type of business model. And if you have more questions about that and you'd like to learn more, you can go to my blog. I'll have some articles on that. And you are certainly welcome to leave us some questions on Instagram, direct message me, and I'd be glad to send you a little bit of advice or some more information so you can learn more. Thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. To stay updated on all things Mod Ventures, check out our Instagram at mod.ventures. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care.